there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. All right, friends, we're back with another hot seat episode featuring Alana and I. Big surprise. (laughs) Alana and I each wrote down a series of questions that neither of us have any idea what we're about to be asked, okay? Alana's cringing yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, I just like, I don't do very well on the fly, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. I think it's you're going to prove yourself wrong. Okay, yeah, so okay. you guys, obviously, they're all marriage and intimacy related, um, and this is just going to be really fun. So hopefully this gives you guys some fun ideas and maybe some new opinions or things to implement in your marriage. And we're just going to have a lot of fun with it. So Alana, who's going first? It'll even just help people to get to know us better, I think, too. Yes. Be kind of fun. Good point. Um, do you want to do like, I ask a question, you ask a question? Yes, let's do that. Okay. So then I'll just start because I you do came it. up with a great idea. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So my first question is, being a mom of hmm. two beautiful, sweet little girls, um, what are some of the things you hope to imprint on them around intimacy and future relationships? Oh, this is a good one. Also, thank you for the compliment on my babies. So oh, They're so sweet. Thank you. Something that is huge for me in implementing on them in terms of intimacy in the future. I'm just relaying this question back to myself. I got that, right? (laughs) Yep. All right. I think about this often, actually, very often. And I've thought about it since the day we found out we were pregnant with Acadia because being through our story and um, also realizing, you know, as we continue our walk and we continue generation to generation, I truly believe that we are just going to continue to grow closer to Christ generation after generation, right? That is my hope and my prayer for my family. And it was my mm-hmm. mom's hope and her prayer for her family, you know, and so on and so forth. And so I think of that in every area. So in terms of sexuality, I've, already had the conversations in my head, you know, I'm thinking like, yeah, we're totally going to touch on this and we're totally going to go about it in this way. You know, so I'm a birth doula. I think we've kind of talked about this in our intro. So (laughs) there's a lot of talk around the kitchen table about vaginas and uteruses and periods (laughs) and mucus plugs and like the kids, the girls are there. They're yeah. there because we've normalized this. We also we also farm though. Okay, so they see birth all the right. time, all the yeah. time. It's you know the cows and we've got chicks and you know there's cats and there's dogs. Like you know there's there's birth all the time. And so with the girls, you know the first conversation we ever really had that I guess you could turn, you know it really will lead into. Um, them, you know, in the future being like, oh yeah, you know, mom and I, mom and I used to talk about, okay, this is how it works when a cow gets pregnant, how baby comes out and that's her vagina. Oh, but mom, how does a cow get pregnant? And so we have a little chit chat and we're like, okay, you know, Ramsey, he's our bull. He and the cow do a little exchange and he gives her a seat. Okay. I'm telling this to a three-year-old, right? 
<laughs> and so we keep it super basic, but I'm still, yeah. I'm not lying and I'm no. not going to say mistruths, right? And yes. I make it very natural. I'm like, yeah, isn't that amazing how God made that happen? That when a bull and a cow do their thing, life is produced. And so I've been super conscious about making it normal and making it exciting and bring the wonder and the beauty back to Christ and his creation with us, right? And so, you know, Katie is getting older now. She's five and she started thinking bigger, you know, outside of animals. And so we have a few friends that are pregnant right now. And I have a really dear friend that Acadia just loves, loves this couple and they're having their first baby. And she's like, okay. And she asked the questions like, so she's having a baby. How does the baby get there? And so we have conversations, right? And it's still, yeah. I'm not saying all things anatomy and that kind of stuff, right? But we have the talks and it's, and she's totally like in wonder and awe and beauty of it. I was like, man, this is amazing. Like, I feel so blessed because I have a very inquisitive daughter um, yeah. and she's very academic. And so I, I was kind of the same. So I, I committed to being able to, okay, Paris, you sit down and you have good conversations and, and my heart was always just for it to be beautiful and natural and lovely, but always bringing it back to Christ and his creation yeah. and, and saying, this is how God made us. Isn't that amazing? I want yes. the wonder of sexuality to be, oh my gosh, God made us for this. Isn't that exciting? I can't wait to get married, to experience this with my husband. This is going to be so good. You know, like those kind of mm -hmm. talks. So yes. You know, even now, just talking birth, but it's all going to how we talk about those things all leads up to how we're going to talk eventually about sex, you know? Yeah. And I'm excited for it. I'm so excited for it. You know, as she gets, as the girls get older, like I'm looking forward to it. And I cover, Neil and I cover this in prayer. And mm -hmm. I just, again, I go back and I think, okay, you know, God is for us. Who can be against us? Like we've committed this to prayer and I'm excited yeah. for the conversations yeah. and our future together with the girls and going about the whole talk about sex and, and sexuality and husband and wife. Awesome. That's so good. What a great answer. Thanks. Sorry. I feel like I should just keep talking, talking, because this makes me excited. <laughs> That's good. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, are you ready? Are you ready for yours? Yes. Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm good. Elena. We need to do a series on love languages one of these days, hmm. no? So I wanted to ask you, what is your love language and Jeff's love language? And piggybacking off of that, how do you serve each other with love languages in mind? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, and it's interesting too, because I feel like our love languages have changed over time, mm -hmm. which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, so before we got married, Jeff was, his love language was touch mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you'd touch his back and he's like, oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Yes. You know, like, he's just like, it would fill him up instantly. Oh, thanks. Thanks for touching my back. Thanks for touching my shoulder. <laughs> Give me a hug, you know? Um, and I don't really remember what mine was before we got married, mm -hmm. but anyways, and then we got married and his has changed which I was like, mm. this is weird. Like this isn't filling you anymore. Like this, yeah. like it is, but it's not, it's not the top dog anymore. So, yeah. okay. So I guess if you, if you're new to love languages, mm -hmm. there are five. Yeah. There's five. So there's touch, there's words of affirmation, mm -hmm. um, quality time, 
acts of service and gifts. Cause that's mine. I yeah. won't forget it for you. Right. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you. And it's funny. I forgot that one because that one's kind of mine as well. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> um, but no, actually, if I'm really honest right now, I would say probably acts of service mm-hmm. is my, is my top dog. That's mm-hmm. where I'm at in life. If Jeff does the dish yeah. for me, I'm like, uh, I'm drooling. Thank yes. you, Jeff. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, someone put it on Instagram. Oh, is it my own? Um, but they call that chore play. Oh, I've never heard that and I love it. <laughs> right. So I was like, uh, yes, that's that is amazing. Um, yeah. So that's mine. The chore play gets me every mm-hmm. time. Um, mm-hmm. Jeff's now is, I would say quality time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So that, that's, that's the first part of your question. Yeah. What was the second part of the question? The second part is knowing each other's love languages. How do you use that to implement serving each other? I think I just have to be really mindful of it because right. I think for Jeff's love language being quality time, he needs to feel heard. Right. That's like one of the biggest parts of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something I'm working on because I, I'm busy. I've got, you know, I got Theo, I got notifications popping up in my phone. I got text messages. I got, mm-hmm. I got a sex position to post. I've got, you know, yeah, photos got to edit. Meals on know. the go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then if he's sharing something about work or he's sharing something that he's really proud of, you know, he put sprinklers in over the weekend and, you know, he's telling me about it. He just needs me to stop what I'm doing and look at him and give him my undivided attention. And mm-hmm. that is filling all his tanks. Yeah. Um, and that is something for myself. I just have to remember that this is filling him up. So it's yeah. like a service for me as I stop everything yes. and I give him that attention. He needs undivided attention. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm really bad at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause I want to keep talking to Theo in between or I see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, buddy. But I'm like, okay, no, Jeff needs this. Like, yeah. So anyways, that's that. Um, and as for Jeff, I think he's, He's been really, he's been really good at it, at, at seeing that and knowing that him doing those odds and ends around the house mm-hmm. or, you know, putting the laundry in, um, that kind of jazz, how it, it fills my tank. And I, mm-hmm. I try and share how much I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, I, th- I don't know if words of affirmation is quite as high for him. So I should be right. like trying to equalize it with something that's quality time related. I should probably, yeah. but still, yeah, it's, I think he's doing really well at, at seeing that and mm-hmm. feeling that that's my thoughts. I love it. I appreciate that. That's so good. Cause I feel like, you know, a lot of us will get caught up in what we like, I think, mm-hmm. especially as women and and we forget because maybe our men aren't so expressive with their feelings. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, right. Like he has a love language and how can I implement this in areas to serve him? So I love that. Yes. I love that you shared that. And it was actually something we put in our phones. We had talked about it one day. We're like, um, I don't know how we had come about talking about it. It was like, like Jeff, what are some of your needs? Like, what are your, like, tell me some of these, some of your needs. And we have a list it's called, I don't know where it is. Um, Jeff's, oh, Jeff's five healthy needs. Perfect. You know, I love it. And so I had them in my phone so I could see them. Um, you know, I could remind myself, mm-hmm. okay, these are them. 
I could look at them. Yeah. And then it's good that I'm looking at them now because it reminds me of all of them. <laughs> now that I found You're them. You're welcome. But yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's really good. That was a good question. Good. I'm glad. That was awesome. Okay. So my next question mm-hmm. is, is a question that I didn't actually come up with. Um, so we had, I don't know if you saw it. We had someone message us on Instagram with this question. Okay. So I don't know if you saw it, but I wanted to see what your thoughts were. Okay. I'm ready. So it was basically, have you ever experienced crying after some really good sex? And is oh, this normal yes. or am I not? <laughs> that yes. was the question. You're not yet. No, no, no. Not yes to your nuts. Yes to this is normal and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Those are, those are times that are just, you know, stored away in my precious lovemaking memory bank because the times mm-hmm. where it brings me to tears, I'm, I'm honestly left just in absolute awe of God to be completely raw with yeah. you guys. And there's just times where I'm like, God, you know, three years ago, this never would have happened because of, you know, the different shame or trauma mentalities that I was working through. And I'm like, I couldn't even get to the point where I enjoyed sex with my husband, which was a Mm. nightmare for me because it's not what we wanted. And it was so hard to work through that. And, you know, when, when God started bringing redemption to us and bringing healing and answers to us and, and the tears just started flowing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I remember the first time actually feeling funny about it, which I'm glad you're asking. Like, um, the first time I cried, I almost felt like hiding it from Neil. And I was like, no, wait, like what's, what's Paris? What? Like that's, yeah. this is what freedom tastes like, you know? Yeah. And so I embrace that. And there's been definitely, definitely many times where after we've made love and I'm just crying out of such a spirit of thankfulness and joy and, and fulfillment and contentment and, and thanks and everything and is a beautiful thing. I love that question. Oh, good. Yeah. It was a great question. Yeah. And I did not see that on Instagram. Uh So I'm so glad you asked. All right. You ready for number two? Yes. Alana, what is your favorite sex position and why? Okay. I'll just be really honest. Okay. So for me, Mm -hmm. it hasn't been very long of a span of time that I've been able to orgasm yeah, with during sex. You've been share- yeah, you've shared this. Yeah. Yeah. So so there's a couple, we got a handful of positions that it's like, yeah, these are those good. are the ones. And it happens mm-hmm. like every time. Mm-hmm. So for for us, it's just, we're just like, it's really basic. It's really mm-hmm. simple. It's just me on top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like we talked about this. No, let's spice it up. Try something different. But kind of like right now, this is what's what's working. Yeah, so we're just gonna keep doing with what's working because it's yeah. great. Yeah, <laughs> so and it's progression, that's my right? Right now, mm-hmm. I love it. That's yeah. fantastic. Can I ask you one more question on that? When sure. you say you on top, is that it's like like missionary? Is that what it's called? We're like lying down on top of each other. I have to look it up. That's what that's called, right? Missionary. Okay, because I wanted to ask, like, are you sitting or are are you laying down? No. Okay. Lying down. This is good. I like talking about sex positions with my girlfriends because you're like, oh my gosh, I never thought about this. Or to hear that this is doing it for someone else. It's like, we should totally implement this. If we need to spice things up, we need to try different things. We need to experiment. Or like you're saying, like just, okay, we haven't orgasmed during sex yet. Like we need to start trying to figure things out. I love Mm -hmm. that. 
Thank you yeah. for sharing that. Yeah, that's a great question. It was good. Okay. So my third question for you, um, do you and Neil have goals within your relationship, whether that's like sexually, like have sex this often or mm -hmm. uh, whatever, or spiritually, like together? We absolutely do. I'm a very goal goalie person. I'm not going to say that. That did not come out <laughs> as good as it sounded in my head. <laughs> I am a very goal-oriented person. Um, uh -huh. I, I have been for probably my entire life. Neil, not so much. And so when we got married and, you know, you're meshing and you're melding and you're figuring life out together. And I was like, okay, five-year plan, let's go. And he's like, wait, what? Like, what is a five-year plan? <laughs> Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Everybody's not me here. So, oh, right. <laughs> right. Like, hello. <laughs> so we, we totally started having those conversations. And so we still do, you know, we will sit back and we'll reflect and be like, how's this going? Is this going? Okay. You know, for example, I'll give you some peeks into like what our goals are. So we totally make goals sexually. Mm -hmm. Um, because we know from our history with working through shame and guilt and trauma and a lot of physical, um, limitations on my end from, um, health issues, mm -hmm. like we had to make goals. Cause we're like, we can't, we can't ever throw in the towel because otherwise discouragement takes over like, like that. Right. Right. So now for us, you know, it's the same as you, Alana, you shared like, okay, I found something that does it for me and I can orgasm. We have our positions that are the same thing. So we're like, okay, you know, when we make love, we're going to work really hard towards orgasm right now for both of us, because that's mm -hmm. where we're at right now. Cause it's not been that easy for us, you know? Yeah. And, you know, talking about how often we have made goals like okay we're not going to let you know what for for neil and i if we let sex go don't make love for three days we have like this three-day period of no making love we notice it's so hardcore like mm -hmm. things just wear thin on us and it's not like we're fighting like it's very rare for us to fight or argue but we'll get low or we'll kind of get short and, and the disconnection happens and you know right. that start, stuff yeah. starts to surface yeah and so we know that we're like yeah Three days, that's, it's not good for us to go beyond that. And I'm yeah. not saying that we rock those goals either. It's actually <sighs> really challenging in certain seasons mm -hmm. for us to be like, <gasps> okay, like we need to prioritize, prioritize. We talked about prioritizing sex. It's a big <laughs> one because we know yeah. if we don't meet our goals with, okay, this is what we said we were going to do and we didn't do it and we can feel it now and it's not good. And you know, it bleeds into the entire family. I have two little girls and when we're not super joyful and lovey-dovey and, and all over each other, like we normally are, the girls, even though they might not consciously be like, oh, what's going on? There's still a like, eh, eh, like, yeah. you know, something's off. Something's yeah. off. So yeah. we, Yeah. Goals is huge for us and spiritually too. Absolutely. Like every area of life, Alana, like we're super, super big on goals. That was an awesome, awesome question. Oh, good. I'm glad I was, I was second guessing all of them. So I'm glad <laughs> they've been okay. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited for, this is my last question for you. Off the top of your head, can you give us, your audience, your top three stay in date night suggestions? Okay, here we go. I feel like I have to do this really fast. No, okay. Three, stay in, D 
date night. Date night suggestions. Yes. Suggestions. First thing that comes to mind mm-hmm. is to build a blanket for it. Ooh, you are fun. <laughs> I've never done that with just Neil. <laughs> no, Jeff and I did that before we had kids in our basement suite. It that was so, so fun. Great. Like, brought a computer in and we probably had popcorn and then you just like put all the cushions from the couch on yeah. and you put them up. I probably have a picture somewhere. I should find it. I and maybe love I'll it. put it somewhere in a story. Post it on Instagram um, now for us to see. Yeah. How okay. to build a Jeff and Alana worthy fort. To have a games night. Mm. This like Jeff and I love games and I yeah. feel like it's something we haven't been great at lately, but maybe we just don't have the right two person games. Okay. But I think there's just some really good ones out there. Yeah. But to just sit down and play some games together. Yeah. I feel like it's so much fun because you get that fun competitive side mm-hmm. where you get to see who's competitive, who's not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's a really good one. I love it. I That's something we need to do more of because I really enjoy games too. And we haven't okay. just had a game night in a while. Maybe that's why I'm asking you, like you this question. Maybe not. Who knows? I feel like this one would be really fun. And it's something that Jeff and I actually haven't done in a really long time. Um, but it would be to bake together. Oh, yeah. Right? Like yes. when's the last time yes. you just like baked together? I love that. It's so much fun. So I feel like that would be a really good one too. Because then you get to have fun. You get to be in the kitchen together. Mm-hmm. You know, wear the apron. Yeah. With nothing else underneath it. I was just, just going to say, you can make it X-rated and it's going to be totally fine. <laughs> exactly. You can make a lot of fun right? out of that. Exactly. Eat off each other later on. It's yeah, fine. Exactly. Oh, I but love it. Just, yeah. That, it like can fill lots of needs, right? If you're quality mm-hmm. time, you know, you're doing that together. You're shoulder to shoulder. You're having those conversations while yes. you're whisking up the dry ingredients mm-hmm. or whatever you're doing. Like, I feel like that's a really great way to reconnect. That's super super i love it okay alana that's all my questions oh that's it that was fun (laughs) that was fun hey friends thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful godly intimacy tackle the hard questions and embrace truth while we're at it we're also on instagram at kingdom sexuality you'll find our instagram handle As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.